It's time for Tonia's Kitchen, taking you around the world of food and wine. Here is Tonia King. Joining me today is cookbook author Rowena Scherer. Today we're talking about the brand new book, A Taste of the World. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Tonia. How are you? Good. This is really a fun book, Rowena. Tell us a little bit about why you decided to put it together. So I have a company called Eat to Explore. It's been over five years. My whole mission is I really believe in educating our children to be more worldly, more global citizen, understanding the connectivity of the world through food. And I, I find food as being a very fun way and, and, and frankly, a very healthy way to get the connection going. So it's meant to be a food and cultural experiential cooking kit. And it's been around over, over five years. It's still around. But over the years, all my customers like, I love the recipes. I really want to make it again. Can you, you know, give me the recipe or help me? And so I just at some point said, you know what? Too many requests. I'll put a cookbook together so you can own it and continue experiencing the the journey. So hence, the cookbook is now life. It's not just a straight ahead cookbook. I mean, it really does feel like a learning book. I can see where kids would definitely get involved and adults as well, because you show beautiful pictures in detail of how to do different things, how to put different things together. Yes. It's a very different than most cookbooks, because most cookbooks is just a lot of text. Right. One, one image. And because my whole mission is to teach children they need, they need step by step and they need to see it. It's very visual for them, right? So putting it visually for each step, they can see how it looks, what should be prepared and how the ultimate recipe looks like is it's important. So so it, it's, it's, basically, it's a compilation of our recipe cards. So we put those cards together and now into a book. I would think that it also gets kids excited to yeah. work in the kitchen with their parents. It's, you know, it's baby steps, just like everything practice makes perfect. Right. And children these days are more curious than ever. You know, in fact, they're more curious than their parents. And I actually kind of kudos the, the Food Network and all the TV shows and TikTok and social media. There's so much more exposure than I would believe their parents' time, right? They're now seeing it. They're seeing young kids doing it. And they're like, I can do this. So... And I want to empower them to, it, it not just, cooking is not just about eating healthy, building a life skill. It's about confidence, right? Right. Confident in the kitchen, they'll be confident in life. So it's baby steps. Rowena, you're, you're from Malaysia, and this book is A Taste of the World. You really have covered a lot of area. Tell me about that, about some of the countries and recipes that are in the book. Sure. So I'm originally from Malaysia. I left that country when I was 17 to go to college in New Zealand. And that's when sort of my journey started around the world. So I then left New Zealand, graduated, and went to Singapore. And I was, you know, I joined JP Morgan. Everybody knows it's a big company. And true JP Morgan, I have the luxury of living and working in many different countries in the world. Very thankful that for that part of my life. And everywhere I lived or visited, it's always about food. And I mean, dial back to when I was in Malaysia, my mom um, was very good at making sure we cooked together once a week. 
And it was more like a routine that I've grown up with. And so with that routine, it allows me the confidence of living everywhere and also loving food, right? When, when I met my husband, my husband who's American, he's like, you know, food is fuel. I'm like, no, food is a journey. Food is pleasure. Food is joy, right? And not just cooking it, but tasting it and learning about it, right? So everywhere I have lived, I've always like, where's the market? What do they eat? Where is the you know best restaurant and and so on and so forth and that that brought me so much joy um, that I know that's my passion so so because of, and I never even realized that I'm doing what I love so I actually did a culinary degree at the French Culinary Institute with the whole time thinking I'm just doing this because I love it and I you know I know I'm still going to be a banker for a while and and so it was more the the jo- enjoyment of cooking. Um, and, and sort of my my pastime. So so putting that all together much later in life was now that I've done the traveling, I have children, I see the need of it. I left finance and started following my passion. I think that's great. Food is love for sure. You know, <laughs> tell me. Hands to culture. Yes, exactly. Tell me about some of the recipes. Can you share a couple recipes with us? Because uh, some of them are just so interesting. Thank you. You know, everyone always asks me that, what's your favorite? I'm like, you know, every country, that's definitely one particular favorite, right? So, but all the recipes are unique and and they're all my favorite. I switch it up all the time. I cook Ethiopian and then the next thing I do, I do a, you know, a Korean bulgogi and then next thing I do a Moroccan tagine, you know, like, but but they're all fundamentally still require either spices or some kind of condiments. And there's always some, you know, soy base or something. So there's always, that's what's beautiful about it, right? There is such a connectivity in all the cuisine. And, and you can learn the history about each one of them too. And, you know, like the spice trade, right? It create that spice was traveled around the world and it, it, it's everywhere. I mean, think about meatballs. It's originally from Lebanon. And now we have meatballs in Italy, in China, <laughs> in, in, you know, Sweden. You can even buy them at Ikea. Everybody's so a- doing meatballs. <laughs> exactly. We actually have a topic about meatballs from around the world. It's so fun. Oh, it is. It's really fun how everybody puts their own spin on a particular recipe. I want you to share one or two recipes with us. Tell us how to make something. Yeah, so super easy. I always find people get overstressed about cooking. Um, I mean, one of my favorite, chicken uh, chicken teriyaki, right? It's literally a Japanese, but it's it's soya marin and and cooking sake or sake, and sugar, right? It, you need the salt and the sugar and the fat, <laughs> to and then a little oil, and all you do is just broil it or grill it, and and then you serve it with like sauteed vegetables and and rice. That's a very healthy. Um, it has all the nutrients you need, and you can do it the same sauce with chicken or with salmon or with tofu, and each amazing taste. So that's always my go-to. I do at home a lot of tagine um, because I just add spices. I, I can make it a, a lamb tagine or vegetarian tagine with like squash and chickpeas and all the vegetables that's in my in my, in my um, pantry or, or my fridge. I also love to do like stews. So in the cookbook, they're definitely if you go to for me personally, teriyaki was one of them. Uh, the Korean bulgogi is another one. 
Tajine is another one. Actually, um, Ethiopian Dorawat, I love that. Talk about the teriyaki. All the recipes are for four adult servings. Okay. So my uh, assumption is a family of two adults and some children. And and we say four adult servings because it's always nice to have extra. Yeah. You don't want to over-serve. It's better to over-serve. So for this teriyaki, easy, easy, easy. Four salmon fillets. So about all you can do, one and a half pound uh, chicken thigh. I like chicken thigh because there's more fat to it. You can cut off the fat. So boneless, skinless chicken thigh. And then four garlic cloves, um, three scallions, a little bit of olive oil, obviously. And then uh, cook the rice with one and a half cup short grain rice. And then for the sauces, you need quarter cup soy sauce, quarter cup mirin, which you can get in any grocery store these days. Two tablespoons of sake or cooking sake. One tablespoon sugar two teaspoon ground ginger, or if you have fresh ginger, mince it up and make it into like one uh, tablespoon, one teaspoon, actually that's plenty. And then um, sesame oil. If you don't have sesame oil, it's fine. And then if you have sesame seeds, that's nice as garnish. And if you have nori um, flakes, the seaweed flakes, of course it's optional. Um, that's just as garnish. So what you do is, you know, Always prep the ingredients. Make sure you wash your hand. I always tell children, wash your hands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> make sure your hands clean and be careful when you use knives. But you mince the garlic, mince the ginger if you're using fresh ginger. And the scallion, just trim the ends and then cut them into, into slices, uh, thin slices. And then the the fillets, if you buy them already, fillets, just make sure that the um the the fish um uh skin is clean and that's all. I said create the marinade, which is your quarter cup soy sauce, quarter cup mirin, and your sake and the sugar, um and and then mix with the ginger, uh, mix it well, marinate the the fish or the chicken, uh, ahead of time. I mean, the longer the better, and if you have time, even to do it the night before, just marinate, put in the fridge so that it's it's fully flavored. And then when you're ready to cook it, you just put them in a baking tray. I always add the marinade on top because when you broil it, the sauce is cooked. The sauce can be used as a topping. So, so just make sure when you when you put it on a baking tray, just don't overflow it. Have a bit of the, the, the marinade with, with the, the fish. Uh, put it on top broiler. Keep an eye on it. With broiler, you got to like watch it because you don't want to get burnt. But make sure you have a little bit of a char and then don't overcook if it's fish. But with chicken, you want to cook extra time and maybe even flip it, uh, turn the chicken so that both sides are properly cooked. Also, cook the rice. Uh, with the rice, one and a half cup rice, rinse it with water first because you want to get rid of the starch and then use a colander is usually the best way. Put the rice on the colander, put it under running water, uh, rinse it well, put it back in the, in the pot, two and a quarter cups water, and then just a bit pinch of salt, let it boil and then bring down the heat to simmer, simmer around 15 minutes, you'll be properly cooked. So now you have your fish done, you got your rice done. And then spinach, super easy. Rinse it, make sure there's no sand. Um, or you buy those uh, baby spinach that's already pre-rinsed, even easier. So in your skillet, heat like um, one tablespoon of oil, 
if you have some sesame oil, use the sesame oil, add the spinach, pinch of salt, pepper, and, and you're good to go. And uh, your, that's your meal. Got your rice, got your fish or chicken, and your spinach. We're talking with Rowena Scherer about her brand new book, A Taste of the World. Tell us what countries are covered in this book. 20 countries. We cover Really? 20 countries? You have recipes yes. from 20 yes. different countries? Yes. And every country has three recipes. U.S. actually have six recipes. Wow. So 63 recipes in this book. My goodness. Does that make some of the ingredients hard to find, Rowena? Well, most ingredients are very easy to find. I mean, majority. And then we also give you the option of switching the, the, the protein. Oh, so good. Some of them have vegetarian optional, so you can't make them fully vegetarian. And most of them have a chicken because chicken, I feel like, is the most neutral. And some of them have fish that you can also switch out with chicken. Some of them have beef that you can switch out with chicken or lamb. So we always give you multiple protein options, the same flavor, right? Because you want to expose your children to try as many things as possible. And then you will be surprised. They'll be like, oh, my God, it's equally good. And, you know. <laughs> So it's always good to to mix it up and introduce vegetable in a whole form rather than trying to hide them. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, where can we find you on social media? So it's at eat to explore. EAT, the number two, explore. EAT, the number two, E-X-P-L-O-R-E. All right. Eat to explore. We're talking with cookbook author Rowena Shearer. It's a beautiful book, Rowena. I wish you lots of luck with it. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you'll subscribe to this podcast as we continue to take you around the world of food and wine on Tonya's Kitchen.